Hey, welcome to Nate Express Podcast. We're doing our green book reading of Fame and Fortune, uh, volume 33, BJ Palmer, 1955. And excuse my kids are playing here, so you might hear a little bit from them. And I'm here with Junior, Palmer chiropractic student. I'm so excited you're here. And uh, he's here on his break, and we're getting some spiz, and uh, we are transforming the world. You want to start reading? You want me to start? Yeah, good. We're starting here in chapter two. Time is the great element in restoration of abnormal to normal, disease to ease, death to life. The principle and practice of chiropractic is single and simple. When there is a complete cyclic continuity of matter from efferent brain cell through nerve fiber to tissue cell, and a complete cyclic continuity from afferent tissue cell through nerve fiber back to brain cell, and there is a continuity free flow of normal quantity of innate abstract nerve force and mental impulse supply flowing both ways throughout continuity of cyclic matter and then there would be normal flow of innate intellectual functional energy effect efferently and a normal flow of innate intellectual sense impression efferently throughout the continuity of cycle cycle of matter. Life, health, and function will be part level at all times, in all ways, directing, controlling, and governing life. Innate alone is the only source of knowing what that part level internally is. In as much as the inherent innate intellectual residing in innate brain is always normal, ready, willing, anxious to meet all internal necessities, both normal, abnormal. It is now free to accomplish its living and helpful objectives internally without further activities and molestations on part of any outside secondhand educated being. Regardless of external method, thought advisable or necessary to aid now, nature to do its duty. That is, no. there is an ex abstract mental, soul, or spiritual study of living objects. It's obvious that there is a concrete, physical, corporal study of inanimate objects is plain. That either or both have been and there are and are and the theaters of man's study of man is evident that neither can or does by itself independent of others is constant that each has long been regarded as separate divisible disunited in his study is clear that students theoretically know that there are together in living man is visible, yet for the purpose of practicing the arts of good and bad, sins, evil, and dis-ease, religion, dogmas of each divided half, they have been separated into two categories, apart from each other. In one instance, we have Christians, Scientists, metaphysicists, 
metaphysicians, psychologists, psychiatrists, hypnotists, in other groups we have physicians, material medical surgeons, scientists, including endless subdivisions of therapists who treat disease per se, including materialistic remedies applied to or into physical body to cure or heal physical illness. Stop there? Yeah. yeah. I'll, t I'll stop with that spot right there. I got a lot out of that, mm -hmm. right? That was a lot easier to read than last time. Yeah, because what he's talking about is the, the innate is always 100%, mm -hmm. and it needs a clear path. Once it comes out of La Cabeza, out of the head, it needs, it has to be, we talk about above, down, inside out, but it's also above, down, back up, mm -hmm. because the organs are communicating back up, and that's what the safety pin cycle is. So having that clarity of communication from the brain to the body and back up to the brain. Then he's also talking about um, the treating the disease. That's what the world out there does. But what we're talking about is clearing the system of the individual so the body can heal itself. I think that's what I got out of that. Anything you got out of that? The only thing I would add to it is the whole um, view of the outside world and treating the disease. Because in, uh, in there it mentions not allowing your educated mind. Because um, one part that I read, and I'll see if I can find it. It put it in quotations because it was saying that the educated mind would assist in this process to aid nature. It's all yeah. about um, keeping the educated mind uh, out of the advisable necessary to aid in nature and its duty. So that would be the whole treating of the disease, looking for outside things to aid our body in functioning properly instead of focusing on what that cause is. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, we get caught up as you know with our intellect. He says intellectual, when we get caught up in our late intellect, if I do this, then we have that. If I add this aspirin, then I lower the fever. But then is that lowering the fever an important thing? Actually, it's inhibiting your immune system, right? So that's logic. We're using if and then. But if we allow innate to guide us, then the world changes in our perspective. What I talk about with my people is, you know, when they say this, they're sick, I say, you're not sick. Your body's expressing amazing health because your immune system is doing something amazing. Mm -hmm. Allow it to do its job. I always say give it praise too and say thank you for it. And to me, I've changed from being suffering in the victim of a cold, right, mm -hmm. to being, hey, this is great. I enjoy it. Let's, my body's doing something amazing. It gives me, I always say when I've been teaching and traveling and do all those things, eventually my body gives me a cold because it says stay home, play with the kids, take it easy, because we've been doing so much out there that you also have to focus on in here. Yeah, there's a lot in there. There was something else that, like, to be able to apply it to chiropractic and not just view, like, the outside world as the negative educated mind, but right. sometimes we get caught in that as well by chasing pain or somebody coming in and saying, like, it hurts here, and why are you going somewhere else if it hurts here? So uh, not allowing our educated mind to dictate the way that we approach someone's system, but being driven by innate. So like, I think the last time that your sacrum was locked up and it was showing symptoms towards the sacrum, but we cleared Atlas and Atlas was actually the cause of the sacrum having those yeah. symptoms. 
So if we were only driven by that educated mind, you wouldn't have approached that um, your system that way. And all that physical therapy that chiropractors do, like TENS units and hot and cold, is to therapize, to be therapy for that pain symptom in that area. Mm -hmm. But have you inhibited something? For me, the muscle stem, that de depletes the neurotransmitter. So it's palliative, it says, it says in the instructions, and can inhibit healing because you've depleted the neurotransmitter. Brain can't talk to it, so it also can't heal it. So when we allow the body to do its job without interference, which also means interference from us, remove the subluxation, let the body do its job. Now, think about this. What would you say to a person? We'll use the term patient. I don't say patients in here, but we'll use that term. What would you tell a patient to say, you know, look, I got a pain here. Why are you all the way up here or wherever you are? What would you say to a, a person like that? Usually, um, most people don't have a clear understanding of what chiropractic right. is. So I would say that we're going to do a full exam and find out what the true cause of that pain is. Like, you might be getting symptoms here, but is it possible that the cause is somewhere else? And then to try to find an example that would relate to them, which I, I'm having a hard time thinking, like how do you, why would the true cause be so far away? It's easy to say, okay, um, I know it hurts on the right side, but it's really the left side. Mm -hmm. And people could kind of grasp that, mm -hmm. but I would have a hard time trying to come up with an, a way to explain how it could be so far away from that cause. Mm -hmm. and, and I have an easier explanation for the bottom up concept so like somebody that's hurting up here and then explaining that it's really your hip that's causing that because of the foundation being not level but from a top down mm -hmm. aspect it, it's hard for me well it's similar to like a breaker box right you say the power is coming from the from the wires from outside but we have a, a breaker that's off here but your lights not coming on in your living room mm -hmm. right same type of thing what my friend, uh, my old mentor, James Sigafoos, he would say, <laughs> I mean, he used to see 500 people a day on a, on a slow day. Mm -hmm. He would say, if you know how to do your, my job better than me, you stay home and I come to you. <laughs> Lay down, let me do my job, <laughs> right? Because really when you know what you know, they'll do what you say. When you really know what you're doing, I understand it's here. Let me help you, I'm gonna adjust you, things will get better. I'm gonna focus here first, mm -hmm. okay? This may be the problem. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But what I'm gonna find is the subluxation, that's the vertebra out of place affecting the nerve that's causing the problem, not just the end result. I'm gonna do my job, all right? Is that okay for you? And if they say no, you say sayonara. Because I'm not gonna spend my day trying to convince one person when you have 500 more to come in that really want you, that are gonna refer 20 more yeah. people. Sometimes you have those energy suckers. And that's usually when that comes up. Most of the time, people respect you. You know what your job is. You have hemorrhoids. Someone gives you a pill, right? They take it here, and it's affecting them down here. Or a pain in their back, you take a pill. Or diabetes, right? You take a shot, and it affects the pancreas. So most of the time, medical doctors aren't treating at the place of the problem. They're doing it from someplace else. That's true. Does that make sense? And like I noticed even in my wording that I was trying to translate like my innate thought into a mechanistic and it's, it's hard because I just want to tell you like hey, everything is saying this like your body is giving me the information needed to know that it's this but it, 
for most people, for me to say like, your body's telling me that it's this, it doesn't make sense. So I'm trying to translate to that. Um, there's lack of function, there's this, there's that, and try to translate it to an educated mind. And it's true, like the, this is what we've been trained for. We've gone to school, we've studied, we put in the time and effort to be able to read someone's system effectively. That you really don't need to change your way of viewing the body to make it easier for someone else to understand. There's plenty of other doctors out there and maybe you're just not the one for them, if that's the case. We don't have to trick people coming out of the door, going in and out and force them to stay. And I always have said that um, we've maintained a very good PVA in my, or PV, PVP they say in Spanish. Um, but uh, I, uh, I allow people to, if they wanna leave, let them leave. I don't chase them down. Usually they refer about 10 people to me because they respect you more. Listen, I've got this. I explained the subluxation in the very beginning. There's a bone out of place affecting the nerve. You remember Superman, Christopher Reeves, his atlas was subluxated to such a point that his body shut down from that point below. And that subluxation affected every one of his organs. Not only did he not, wasn't able to move his body, but his organs didn't function well. And if you've known anyone with a spine injury, you know from that point on, things don't function well if they've had an injury. So, and I usually say, your injury isn't that bad. And it's not sudden, right? Sudden, you have traumatic stuff. It's insidious, which usually it's very slow. And then we have less function on our body, right? That means the body's not functioning as well as it could if we take that subluxation off. I'm gonna find the cause. I don't treat symptoms. And I tell people that in the very beginning. I'm not gonna chase your symptoms. What happens, you go out there and you can take a pill for that symptom. I'm not a pill either. What we're gonna do is remove the subluxation. The side effect are those symptoms going away. And that's when the body, we get to really get to work. Because when we're in defense, the pain is defense, protecting you. It hurts when I do this, don't do that. It's protecting you. You can't be in healing and growth at the same time you're in defense. Right? So when the body gets out of defense, the system starts changing, and then our work really begins as chiropractors. That's when healing and transformation starts happening when we get out of that defense. And when people start realizing that in their care, and not everybody hears that, if they're in pain, they don't they hear one percent of what you're saying. They're just saying help me, right? And you know, in part of our evaluation, I'm checking the, the pelvis, I'm checking and seeing what's going on there. In their mind, maybe they're thinking, oh, he's adjusting it or whatever it is. But they don't even know what an adjustment is most of the time. So, you know, do what you're meant to do as a chiropractor is get that subluxation out. Do you think um, a lot of times chiropractors have, um, the way that they view themselves is less than a medical doctor or because the need to explain so much. If you go to a, a medical doctor, they don't really explain why they're giving you a pill. They just tell you, here, take this, and there's that level of trust or that level of respect, and they know, here, take this. And a lot of times when I've seen chiropractors, they're trying so hard, I guess, to sell or to explain or this, and yep. that it's kind of pulling our value down as a, as a profession as a whole. You hit the nail right squarely on the head. You're absolutely right about that. That's where really being based, knowing our philosophy, knowing our principles, knowing who you are as a chiropractor is the most important thing. I don't do a lot of talking in here. My other mentor, Pasquale Sarasoli, he said, you talk too much, be quiet. 
most of the time we're talking people out of care and convincing them. We're working and convince. That is a powerless place, trying to convince somebody that has a made-up mind. And very often we're giving them the clues that we're not, our minds aren't made up either, right? So say less, be more, right? But you're right on target. And I think it was more in the past, and now I'm seeing it, it's coming through the teachers and professors to the students, because students don't think about that, that you, or that we're, we know that we're different than medical doctors, but the less than thing has, I think has come and gone, but it's coming back now through the schools. And that's where the philosophical debates in the schools, well, they're not even debating, they're just cutting out subluxation. In the US, not around the world as much. Actually around the world in Europe it is, I see it, but in South America and, and Mexico, I don't see it. I see their subluxation, that type of thing. But uh, yeah, it's a, that's why we do more Green Book readings. That's why we're filming this and we can share it. And uh, you know, the philosophy is the most important thing in chiropractic. We get the doing, training, practicing, giving amazing adjustments. But if we're not grounded in our principles of who we are, why we're doing it, then it's just moving a bone. There's something extra BJ talked about. Um, that is that philosophy coming through us, we're grounded in who we are, that changes your physiology. We know that our water shifts within our body, it changes as we think. We make different chemistries in molecules of emotion. And uh, you know who we are, if we're grounded and centered, it comes through our hands. As a matter of fact, I had someone last week, we have, we have a lot of students come and visit, We've had a lot of interns, and I had someone saying that, you know, one of the interns you had that I could just feel there was no confidence in that adjustment. And this was a snowbird. I only see him every six months or something when they come back here, and I see him for six, four months. And he said, you know, I could feel that confidence through your hands. And I don't hold them very long. I deliver my adjustment, and I move on. But that feeling comes through you in every single way. It's just amazing. That was a good point you made. Awesome. All right, let's finish that one up. We're on this page. Where'd you finish? That chapter right here? That the two never have been practically applied together as one in their arts, one to, into, or through the other is self-evident. If they had sins, evils, and disease, religions, and dogma would be naturally explained and normally corrected. And if they had dis-ease, per se, would be made normal naturally. That each half acknowledges its half, and each half acknowledges presence of other half. In theory, that each half thinks itself one half is the totality for purposes of study and practice as a parent. That neither half is the whole is unmistakable that both are virtually essential essential to each other other to each other half is acknowledged yet never made real because of lack of knowledge of where when how and why in living man they can be frequently be done partially separated one from from the other or where when how and why they can be united one into the other and thus becoming entirely United, The only practical applied principle in practice, in study or art, 
the answer of where, how, when, and why they can be and are united is contained in knowledge of innate. As one fuses and blends into matter, when permitted to do so uninterrupted, uninterfered, uninterfered with between one and the other, knowledge of vertebral subluxation as cause of interference and vertebral adjustment as correction of cause solves all disunity and unity of two halves to make one unity mind and matter which which blends each into other. The conflict on part of human beings being knowledge between knowledge of and lack of knowledge of this inborn or born in innate is in, incalculated because of two universal adverse educational influence, medical adverse theories and religious adverse dogmas. That is talking about the physical, the educated, excuse me, the educated and the innate. When they're separated, which we've been talked into them being different things. And what he has talked about, BJ, most of the green books of BJ is really talking about getting out of the way of educated and allowing innate. The reason why we're starting in 1955 is because he's formulated a deeper understanding of connecting both educated and innate together. You cannot have one without the other. And when we're working in harmony and unity within, that's why we see science and edge or medical and religion separating those two and chiropractic bringing it together in an understanding that we are whole and we are complete. That's what I got out of this. How do you feel? I was confused in the beginning because I didn't know what halves it was talking about. It kept talking about halves and halves yeah. and, and that disconnect between the two. And towards the end, um, where I think where it took me was um, the separation between man the physical, man the spiritual, and that that component and then um, acknowledging that the power of the adjustment it was saying as the one thing that could reconnect those components of uh, man so that's where it took me yeah the physical and the material the material and the spiritual yeah. and then adjustment connecting the two and you can't you don't have one without the other mm -hmm. in the human being yeah I got a lot out of that too mm -hmm. that's good uh, anything else you want to add? Oh, that's it. Well, we just read up to page 17. That was a page and a half of a lot of philosophy and really deep stuff. And the beginning of this, it's Fame and Fortune is the name of it. And you realize before we get to Fame and Fortune, we've got to get an understanding of our concepts of philosophy. And uh, BJ is the master of that, DD as well. And uh, we are currently putting this one into Spanish and Portuguese and uh, we're doing audio and mp3 in English and then we plan in Spanish and Portuguese for those as well um, thank you for joining in we're gonna have a lot more of these and I thank my my great friend over here junior in uh, joining me on a Saturday on his Christmas break taking a break from setting from boards because this what's what what's this is what makes successful chiropractors not high grades okay but spending your time in chiropractic philosophy, still study, get good grades. <laughs> but the, the, the science, and when it meets our philosophy, then we have a golden 
opportunity to serve humanity and transform the world. God bless you, and uh, we'll see you again on Nate Express Podcast.